Hello, everybody. My name is Emiliano Trarè, and I'm a reader in data agency and media colleges at Cardiff University School of Journalism, Media and Culture, and the co-director of the Data Justice Lab. Today, I will be talking about AI infrastructure and the global south. Let's start by complexifying the term. We know from science and technology studies that infrastructure is not only material, that is, the stuff you can kick, but it's also relational. It's the people who imagine it and create it, and the people whose lives are affected by it. We are in a situation where big tech platforms are becoming the de facto infrastructures of the lives of many, especially in the context of the global south, where weaker regulations and harsher digital inequalities render these markets more easily penetrable and manageable. This has been framed by some scholars and practitioners as a colonization of the digital and data ecosystems, establishing parallelisms with classic forms of colonialism. Whereas in classic colonialism, it was the land and resources that were colonized in data or digital colonialism, this is enforced through the control of the digital infrastructure and the pervasive processes of data extraction. However, it is important that we think about this issue not only in monolithic ways and instead foreground it as an ambivalent process where people in the global south are also appropriating the affordances of corporate infrastructures to improve their lives, using these platforms to suit their social and economic needs. This helps us to cast a vision of people in the Global South not only as passive victims, but as active actors who can repurpose algorithmic power. At the same time, it is key to reflect on the concomitant development of autonomous infrastructure that are being created around the world as alternative to the dominant big tech platforms. I would like to stress that the creation of these alternative infrastructures such as community-based broadband and cellular networks is not something new to the digital age, but has been always one of the main activities of communities activist collectives, and social movements. It's also important to think about this in terms of coexistence and hybridizations between autonomous and corporate infrastructures, instead of seeing this necessarily as a complete replacement and substitution. In a recent contribution to the vision of a digital new deal that could imagine a different technological future, Beyond the pandemic, together with my collaborator, Professor Stefania Milan from the University of Amsterdam, we mobilize the Andean indigenous social philosophy of Buen Vivir, which outlines a way of doing things that is community-centric, ecologically balanced, and culturally sensitive. I believe these lens is particularly appropriate to reimagine infrastructure in the big data age. More specifically, the three ingredients of Buen Vivir with data, which are, first, 
the fusion of the social with the ecological question, and second, the dialogic and participatory approach to decision-making, and third, localized relationship-oriented practice of community care and solidarity based on the recognition of ontological difference and commonalities. Buen Vivir can promote social and environmental well-being and strengthen meaningful human connections. The first point, that is the ecological sustainability of digital infrastructure, is perhaps the most important and entails deconstructing the notion that the datafied society is inherently the green alternative to the fossil fuel era. Rethinking infrastructure in the digital age means reflecting on the contingency of human knowledge in relation to the natural world and invites us to put on ecological spectacles to acquire a holistic vision based on a new paradigm which has the earth as its root and foundation. And here we go back to the beginning of my intervention over the debate on the dependency of much of the global south on technology developed in the north. The north-south conflict can now be seen also as an ecological conflict. The critical ecology tradition interrogates societal over-reliance on technology that, contrary to market propaganda, is the toxic fruit of twisted political economy histories and has a skyrocketing environmental footprint. Another ingredient is the socialization on infrastructures and platforms. Cloud server farms, wireless networks, transoceanic cables are in the hands of a few private corporations. The computational power required to run this AI infrastructure also sits in the hands of a few big players. So how do we make sure that this infrastructure is accessible to everyone? That the different services that are being deployed are representing everyone and that this infrastructure can benefit everyone? Some have proposed to make these infrastructures publicly owned. But can this be done under neoliberal capitalism? And how will this be managed? And what about the environmental implications that we just outlined that would not be magically solved by this move? How do we move from principle to practice to socialize AI infrastructures? These are some of the fundamental questions of our time. Thank you very much, and I look forward to engaging in this really interesting, vibrant conversation.